Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're from Hamilton, Ontario, and this week we're joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome. Let's talk Verbo. Verbo, VRBO. I don't know. I've never called it VR. I've never called it Verbo. And every time I see the commercials now, yeah, that's what and they're like Verbo. And I'm like, no, guys, that's not it. I'll be, no I think it's because they didn't want to be Airbnb. Mm. I like my my parents uh did a Verbo this summer this past summer, and like my mom was like, Oh, we got a, a Verbo. And I was like, Oh, that's just my mom being like out of touch a little bit. And I was like, this is not important. I'm not going to say anything. So she had, but in my head, I'd be like, VRBO, VRBO. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, I started seeing the ads on like YouTube. And I was like, Verbo? Wait, my mom is more on top of things than I am? I don't know. Or they just went with that generation and they were yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. it's Verbo. Um, anyway, it was, I just think it's so funny. So, so Verbo as a, as an organization, um, a lot of people ask, like, is Verbo the same as Airbnb? And there are a lot of similarities, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of different, uh, like, house sharing options. Right. And, um, yeah, I've always kind of, as equivalent, yeah, thought that they're one of the same. And, I mean, there's also HomeAway, and um, I'm sure there's other smaller ones that you could utilize as well. But Verbo is, is what I am most familiar with. Yeah. Uh, and as a, uh, as a service, it's like Airbnb. Ooh, I but... just, sorry to interrupt. I just like looked up cause I was like, what does it stand for? So one of the big questions is, is it the same? And this says the biggest difference is be between these platforms is the type of accommodation they offer. Uh, Verbo offers standalone vacation homes only. Right. Not like a room in a house. Right. Which you can get at Airbnb. So, so they offer standalone vacation homes as well as shared spaces and even hotel rooms. Well, look at me learning stuff. I didn't know that you could rent a room in somebody's house in Airbnb. Um, I guess that's part of the, like, the B&B part of it. <laughs> I guess. Um, that seems like a... Yeah, that's not... I think Airbnb... I think B&Bs uh, by nature are... are a little close enough for my, uh, you know, I don't want to get too close to the people I'm staying with. I don't know. Yeah. I want a little bit of anonymity and bed and breakfast can sometimes be a little bit, a little too much information being shared between the owners <laughs> in my experience. Yeah. You don't want to end up going like, yeah. If, if they're staying there, if they're there at the same time, it can be weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to know about, you know, that their kids went to college here and that they just came back last week and that they're getting a divorce. I don't want to hear all that backstory. That you're staying or... in their kid's room. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I don't want to stay. Yeah. The Spider-Man room. I'm not staying there. That's not what I want. No. Um, so Verbo seems more like a, like a straightforward way of, um, you know, people would talk about like in olden days, it would be like renting a condo for uh, a week um, or, or, or at a time. And so there's just a more like mobile and internet friendly service that, that helps you sort of scan through and, um, and find, uh, find places to stay, but it's really attractive because of the amount of places that are available and different types of accommodation. So, uh, you know, not everybody's family can survive in a, a two bedroom or like a two bed room um, that Disney has to offer at, at their resorts, but maybe isn't big enough for like a family suite um, or not wanting to justify the, the cost of a family suite <laughs> at, uh, at a Disney resort. Yeah. I, there's a lot of benefits to, to, to Verbo. I'm not crazy about that, but um, we can say VRBO. I think we should. Um, <laughs> it feels less dirty. I don't know. Um, when, you know, when we're researching, I got, I honestly, I love the, the VRBO app. Um, it's a really slick process. 
the filters, you, you know, you can really drill down to, you know, you want a condo with, you know, main floor access with two beds. You want it, you know, 10 miles radius from Disney World. You know, you can really get, um, you know, really specific and kind of figuring out where exactly you want to stay. There are so many options. There's houses, there's apartments, there's condos, there's condo facilities, there's community, uh, you know, gated communities. So, yeah, honestly, there's a lot of options for you to, to look at there. And are they typically... Like, I would assume that the draw is that it's cheaper than staying, booking at a hotel or resort. Yeah. So, and and I mean, it can be as, it can, honestly, it can be really cheap. Um, One of the things that you definitely need to be aware of is the reviews. So getting a review on these sites is is gold, truthfully. It's the same with any business that gets Google reviews and right. gets legit Google reviews <laughs> yeah. um, because there is a bit of a difference there. Uh, so, you know, if you can find a place that has, you know, I always think of, you know, if you're looking at a, a facility and it's or a condo and it's got seven reviews and it's like 4.8 out of five, seven doesn't seem like a lot. 4.8 out of five seems great. I typically would be like, you know what? I would consider that frankly, because it's unlikely that seven people have stayed there and they all gave those great reviews. It's most likely that 50 people have stayed there and seven gave reviews and people typically review on the negative side (laughs) or the positive side. And so if you didn't like it, you're going to be reviewing negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you loved it, you're going to review positive. So my, my thought process is typically if it's that high, it's not getting skewed by too many low reviews. So, so to me, that that's, there's value there. Um, as for price, yeah, you can look at places that are, let's say, 60 bucks a night, 70 bucks a night. You know, maybe it's a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, maybe it's, you know, far away from Disney. You know, we use Disney as the barometer of, of distance. But you know, reviews might be the issue, right? So you could maybe luck out and get a place with not many reviews for a cheap price that is awesome. And they're really trying to build up their their client base and their reviews. Right. But that's a bit of a risky game. Yeah. But if you, um, so yeah, if you go with something that has uh, a better review, it's almost like an excuse for them to charge a little bit more. Um Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. And, and truthfully, I'm willing to pay for that, right? That's, that's a bit of why you like the, you know, we talk about the universal resorts or Disney resorts, you're willing to pay that because you know that, especially in those examples, that you're going to get a great experience. There's you a know level that of service. Millions, yeah. Well, millions you're, of people yeah, have went through. If you're paying for the assurance or the, in, like yeah. it's, it works in the way of sort of knowing uh, you, there's not too many things being left up in the air. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the other thing about cost with these is you've kind of got to look at like, I'm assuming like there's no resort fees. Um, well, so that, so that, that the, well, so the, again, so of? this is a great question. So it depends. So I will, I'll use the example that I know we're going to talk, talk about at some point, but we were looking at a resort at Windsor Hills, mm. uh, which is a gated community condo with, water park and pools and so it did have a resort fee that sometimes condo owners will pass on to the guest right or they'll absorb um of course if they're absorbing it the price the cost is probably higher so you're probably paying for it no matter what um but yeah so so really absolutely is a great point um i know we stayed at davenport uh that they had a resort fee and the resort fee i think can be as simple as say 20 bucks a night but it can also be as as much as like ten dollars per person per okay. night. Okay. Right. Um, so that does that is something that you'll want to check into and just confirm in like the fine print. And I will say, since the pandemic, um, shocking that <laughs> VRBO has been a lot more upfront with with fees and hmm. hidden costs, simply because I'm sure that in the first few months there was lots of refunds and lots of not money not getting back yeah. to the client, and so people didn't know what they were fully paying for. Now everything's very much itemized and and a, a, a slick way of, of looking at it, so you know what you're getting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, now you have stayed at a at a VRBO uh, in the past, right? 
Yeah, so we actually stayed in Davenport twice um, at Regal Palms, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think it's Regal Palms. And honestly, I had a great a great time both times. Two different uh, condo owners. I had a great experience. Like their water park again had the you know it has the resort fee in it. Uh, the and, and and their pricing it was very reasonable. I think we were there for 10 days both times. You know, the one thing to keep in mind is that we've talked about this in past episodes. You do have to rent a car. So there is a cost analysis to kind of think about there. Right. Um, but to us, the biggest downside of that for, for for this coming trip that we have was it's it's a bit of a hike from from Davenport to, to Disney World. It's, it's a good 20 to 30, well, like maybe closer to 20 minutes. But again, that's on really good traffic. So, right. Uh, you know, that when you think about the midday swim or the, you know, wanting to go and crash for be, a couple hours. Yeah. Or, well, or just make kind meals, of have the flexibility. Right. Like yeah, if you want to go absolutely. back for like, that's one of the things you can save money on too, is like, you've got a full kitchen. Yes. So how much are you going to utilize that? And yeah, is it worth the time depending on where it's located? Yeah. Um, yeah. what's the experience like in terms of interacting with the condo owners? Uh, because obviously like you need access to the property. Do you, did you meet them? Was a key left was like a code left? Um, so I remember the one that we, the one that I can think of is there was a code left. The, the battery to the, Oh no. The door had run out. <laughs> So the code didn't work. Right. Um, Bad review. <laughs> One star. Well, so I will say, um, and this this owner was wonderful. They okay. had like a property manager. They lived in England. Wow. So they had a property management company that came, you know, got it figured out. Um, you know, there was something, I don't know, there was some other type of glitch that they fixed up during the week. So, so that is, yeah, as for communication, typically if they're really connected, they're going to be able to solve lots of problems very quickly. The app is really great for that because it's a lot more convenient than sending emails. Obviously there is a bit of an instant messaging uh, functionality to it. So, so yeah, so you're, you're touching base, you know, um, you know, the, the past one that I, that, uh, you know, I'm thinking of right now. You know, they actually sent you documentation of, you know, filling in all the guest names so that you could get the resort passes for the trip. Right. Um, you know, they, you know, they send you, here's a local guide of like, you know, five restaurants nearby, or here's the code to the Wi-Fi, or, you know, here are the, yeah, you know, like here are the different shopping centers. So, it's, so a lot that's of reassuring it, because it's like, they're on top of things, things are organized, like it makes you feel better. Well, and they want you to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think to me, this all comes back to that whole, that review, right? Like getting a, getting a five-star review is worth a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I I don't, I think that if you're a good condo owner um, or a good Verbo owner, your idea is I want to give best service because I want to get that review. Right. Uh. So, like in ter- in terms of the ex- overall experience, I would say previously you had you had a good time, um, but uh, today we're asking the question: Should you book a VRBO? And um, and I feel like the climate has changed a little bit, in the sense that on top of um, on top of a pandemic, you have a housing market that is really lucrative, um, kind of all over the place. Um, and so maybe take us through your, what your initial plans were for your latest trip. Like what had you, what had you looked for? What did you book? And, um, and then we'll get into what happened. Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, for the March break, um, coming up where we're going to throw caution to the wind and, uh, go to Disney and see the parks and, you know, see what palm tree is and make sure that there's still sun in Florida. (laughs) Uh, so we decided that we were going to, um, 
you know, we wanted to maximize fun and minimize cost. So we, we looked at some various. Now I will say uh, in full disclosure, we had looked at these, I'm going to say mid, mid January. So a lot later than I would typically be mm. looking okay. for my travel. So a couple uh, months out as opposed yeah. to like, you know, normally we're like six month planners. Yeah. 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 I would say all, yeah. The, the people who run this podcast are planners and that's part <laughs> yeah. of the fun of, of what we do. But yeah. So, so, so yeah, so that's a bit of a, a asterisk there, but found this great um, condo in, as I said, Windsor Hills. Uh, and it, as I said, there's, you know, they've got a big water park, a splash pad, a pool, tennis courts, like really, really lots of fun stuff for the kids. It's got a two bedroom, which of course is a big deal because I do not want to listen to my kids snore um, or fight sleeping <laughs> or fight. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so yeah, so everything really checked the boxes and it was $130 Canadian a night. Wow. Which is Canadian. Yeah. And, and is, and is bonkers. So, I was like, man, you know, that's a really, you know, really good deal. Um, so, uh, and sorry, you know what I should say? I think it was a 170 Canadian. It was 130 US. Either way, it was okay. a really good deal. I was really happy with it. Um, and so, you know, everything was fine. Um, and so one thing that's also kind of changed with VRBO is in the past, you had then certain um, pay structures that for, for paying your reservation fee. And typically it was like, you know, 60 days before you show up, it's, it's non-refundable. Now they have different tiers. So different, uh, owners can pick how flexible their payment schedule is. Right. So this, this owner had a, you don't pay in full until, uh, I believe it was, was 14 days before, um, or, or 28 days. It was something, something, something that I was like, okay, well, worst case scenario, I can bail and get all my money back. Right. Things are great. Super happy with that. So, um, yeah, so that, that was great. Um, you know, really excited about it. Right away, the owner sent me, and again, this owner had like 48 reviews at like 4.8 out of 5. So I was like, wow, this is... Pretty reasonable. Yeah, really, yeah, I was really excited about this. A sure thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. As close as you can get to, yeah. you know, to a sure thing. So, um and yeah, like I know, like Lauren was really excited. So this was this was this is great. We're on the right path. Um, and then right away, I booked, and the owner sent me um, again guides for for things around there. You know, information about our family to just kind of make sure that you know everybody was set up on the account and all that stuff. So things were great. Uh, everything was was uh, was was uh, you know on the up and up. We were very excited, and then. Um, did you want me to tell this is where the worm turns? Yeah. This the, this, okay. So then this is like, um, this is like a case study, uh, like a cautionary is, tale of a this case study. Is, yeah. This is not, not normal uh, in my experience. And I have done this a few times. So anyway, so one night um, the owner from VRBO sends me a message and says, Hey, uh, your final payment is due in like a week. You know, do you want to pay it now? And I was like, oh, well, that's weird. I think I, I thought I would just pay it on like a week, but whatever, I'll pay it now. What, like, there's, you know, it doesn't matter. And so I, so I pay it, no problem. And the very next day, I get an email from the owner saying, hey, we've sold the unit and the new owners are taking charge. Um, we, your options are you can cancel for a full refund and rebook it with them. We are talking, we're in talks with them. We're hoping that they keep the same pay uh, or the same fees, the same cost right. for your stay. Um, or of course you can cancel for a full refund. So first of all, I'm really angry that I paid in full the night before. Yeah. Now, Upon talking to the owner, because I was quite unhappy about that process, it turns out that that's actually just an automated message from Verbo. Oh, interesting. It wasn't right. And I'm just the lucky one whose payment schedule fell was right coming then. Up. Like, yeah, it fell exactly at that time. So, so anyway, so, so again, quite jarred by this, I messaged the new owner and I say, hey, 
just been told that you bought it. Uh, we still really want this place. You know, we'd like to go ahead. And we said, you know, just want to make sure that the price is still like 130 US a night. And the owner, the new owner, writes back and says, oh, well, actually, it's it should be in our in our minds, it should be 190 a night. So we'll meet in the middle and we'll say 175. And I was like, I'm pretty good at math. That's not the middle, <laughs> yeah. but okay. Cool. So then I'm like, 175. So and so then I messaged back and I said, okay, well, this person that I bought it from had 4.8 reviews uh, out of five in 45 reviews or 48 reviews. So, you know, what, um, you know, what, what are your reviews like? And he's like, oh, well, we have seven other properties. And I was like, oh, this is great. Can I see your reviews? And he goes, mm, this is our first Verbo. The other review, the other um, are like long-term rentals. Oh. And then offered no I was gonna, When you told me that, I was like, yeah, so you could still get, like, if you wanted people, right. you could still be like, you know what, give me a couple days. And, uh, like, basically you want to know, yeah. are they taking care of the property? How are reachable they are they? Yeah. Like, you know. Well, and, and you know, when, when um, because, again, I was quite jarred by this. This was very unusual. Uh, and, again, I'm sure this has happened before to somebody because Verbo is huge. And I... You know, the, the, the owner that that sold it was quite, you know, I, I could tell in her email was, was quite unhappy with with the way that this had been done. But, you know, she was, you know, she had said to me, she's like, I'm in my 70s. Like, this was, you know, I you know, timing was obviously never going to be right, especially if you have a sought-after property. Right. So I, I, I do get a, a bit of that, um, you know, that, that situation is unique. But anyways, when when... I messaged the new owner and I said, you know, this is, you know, again, concerning to us. We were excited about this trip and then this gets thrown on us and he goes, I understand. We used to work for Disney, so we understand about customer service <laughs> and we now are on our, our own event company and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, that all sounds well and good, but like you didn't give me any reviews and then you told me that I was going to spend, you know, $45 more a night than what my plan was. So... I will say it all worked. It worked out in the way that I got my full refund. So again, like really, and, and I, I was fascinated to know what would happen if people had already locked in their pay. Right. Yeah. Because I can't imagine that the new owners would be able to come back and be like, "Well, actually, you owe us another twenty dollars a night." Yeah. So presumably they would be fine, and it was really just those after me who would have to kind of have the updated cost. But I was honestly, it puts you in such a an awful position as a consumer because you just you now have no and because and truthfully as we talked about booking so late in mid-january by the time you know this was about i want to say two weeks ago so like early february there's even less selection of what's available and and especially yeah it feels like borderline extortion it's it's yeah it's manipulative because i feel like okay if you're talking about you used to work for Disney and you know customer service, like then to me it would be that you a no you brainer just, that you'd keep you it. Honor, you'd honor it. You honor the bookings and then for the other bookings, the new bookings, you charge whatever you want to charge. Yeah. Yeah. Also, then, bad review. Like why wouldn't oh yeah. why wouldn't you say why wouldn't somebody just I guess that's worth forty five dollars a night for more for them. So, so I do know like you can't you can't put a review on a verbo without standing there so there's no reviews that talk about everything up until up until like for reasons that you have to cancel yeah uh and in looking at verbo's uh policies transferring listings to a new owner uh verbo says no listing can be transferred to another party um so so you can't just like take over somebody's listing that you, the new owners have to create a new listing. Um, if the new owner would like to continue advertising the property, they can create a new account and a new listing. And Verbo says, we recommend that you work with the new owner to gracefully transition future reservations and message those travelers, which is Verbo's way of saying like, it's up to the owners. It's up to the owners. It's a wild west. Yeah. Well, and so in our instance, you know, we thought about, so we ended up canceling. Um, 
And so I, I wonder if they care. Right. Or if they're just like, well, now we'll just charge what we were going to charge yeah. at 190 and I'm yeah. sure somebody took them up on it. Yeah. It's You should see. See if you yeah, can find you it. You should see if those days are still available. <laughs> um, so uh, another one of Verbo's policies uh, talks about hosts canceling reservations because uh according to verbo um there are some situations that a host can unexpectedly cancel and there's no um there's no like insurance there's no insurance <laughs> like there's quote no unquote insurance, I guess. <laughs> there's no nothing you can do about it yeah there's nothing you can do about it there's no repercussions for for the host because uh they just they just get to cancel and if it happens to be super last minute verbo says like please contact us and we'll try to try our best to find you alternate accommodations so in those cases does it say anything like if they cancel on you do you get your money back yeah so you get get a full refund you get a full refund if they cancel on you but but you might be stuck with plane tickets if you're 24 hours out from your vacation and your host cancels on you there is no repercussion for the host because you can't leave a a terrible review for them because you didn't stay there. They just get to arbitrarily cancel and you're out on your luck. Like you've got to, you've got to find something else or your whole vacations uh, sunk. And to Ryan's point, the cancellation policies on the guest side of things, um, owners can choose a no refund policy. They can choose a 60 day refund policy um, a 60-30 policy where, you know, 100% if it's at least 60 days out, 50% if it's 30 days out. Um, same thing for a 30-14 day policy or a 14-7 day policy. So there are, all of these policies have like penalties for guests who cancel at the last minute, but there are no repercussions for a host who cancels last minute apart from the fact that they have to give you your money back. Reddit, <laughs> I, like I, there is a big community um, that you can find on Reddit, and I, I one it one says host hasn't responded in ten days. That was that's one title anyway. Uh, but no, there isn't really because how many people are going to go onto Reddit, you know, to check it out? But no, there there isn't. So so there is some risk. So yeah, so I I think that's the point that I'm getting at is that there is risk involved when you book uh, a vrbo um same thing with like an airbnb like you know that if you book at a hotel or resort they they have cancellation policies that um you know are better geared towards making sure that you have a place to stay whereas you take a risk uh with verbo being that if the owner just suddenly decides that I need my cousin to stay there for the week, you're out of luck and, and here's your money back and good luck finding some other place. That's very similar to um, like renting DVC points. Yeah. Um, Which, which we saw uh, the huge flaw in the system when the pandemic hit, which is that uh, for a lot of DVC rentals, you pay in full upfront and there's no cancellation and then when the parks closed all this money had been given to dvc owners for the rentals and they were no longer able to to use well, those I mean, how do they even points. move the bookings right like it's quite they, a complicated they couldn't move bookings they were getting the points refunded to themselves but but they didn't have to give the money back yeah, that's a whole other episode, DVC <laughs> yeah. rental, but yeah. but similar in that th- there is a certain amount of risk. And I would say sometimes, like, sometimes it doesn't feel as risky. No, and, and, there's, but and there's it a huge, could be totally fine. There's a huge upside. You know, renting DVC points gives you flexibility and uh, and trying something that you want for less than face value, I guess you could say. And, and a Verbo gives you flexibility in where you want to stay and kind of amenities that you want um, at a price point that that is comfortable for you. I, I think more and more we're seeing that there are risks involved and 
And to be honest, I don't even know would I don't think travel insurance would cover you in this in this instance, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I well, would, it might I'd be I don't know. I mean, since they gave me my full ref refund, I'm not sure what yeah. what they what they would do. However, but if you were um, 24 hours out, like if you hey, were yeah. on the plane and your booking was canceled while you were en route and you had to book something else last minute at you know, you're not going to find something cheaper um at that time. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good point. I wonder if it would. I'm I I'm sure some would. And maybe that's just a good you know, if, 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 if you are, you know, willing to do a home share, Airbnb, VRBO, then, you know, maybe look into your travel insurance to make sure it is covering that, yeah. that eventuality or possibility. Yeah. Um, yeah, eventuality. <laughs> uh, the, the reason why I talked about earlier, the housing market is like, it feels like this is more, probably more common in the past year or two than it was, you know, a couple of years prior, just based on the fact that housing prices are up. So people who are looking to downsize or offload some of their properties, this is a really good time to sell. Um, and you like, you might find yourself in that, in that position. It's just, it is a possibility and it is a risk. Um, I will say, I feel like from my perspective, as much as you were, you know, a month and a half out, at least you had some amount of time to pivot and go somewhere else. And and you did end uh, up making changes to your plans, right? It's true. And my changes are, are you know, are going to be interesting um, because, uh, you know, we're going from a two bedroom to two beds in... Uh, in uh, Art of Animation, Little Mermaid Room, and All-Star Movies. So, And your son is getting his full Disney experience. And, right, which was, <laughs> yes, which is what the 12-year-old demanded and said, we haven't really done this. Uh, and he's, he's right. We have not done in, in ever uh, the long trip where you do different resorts. Mm-hmm. So anywho, the, the, the pivot from this is, looking at what we were going to have to pay to keep that reservation, which was 175 a night. And then how much we were going to spend on rental cars, which by the way, I just learned that one of the reasons why rental cars are so expensive now is because during the pandemic, a lot of rental car companies sold off their rental cars. Oh, interesting. I was not aware of that. Mm. Uh, and so anyways, my rental car was going to be $800, basically a hundred dollars a day. Wow. Yeah. So by the time you put in the hundred dollars a day, plus the 175. Plus parking, you know, plus parking. Um, it it no longer made a ton of sense to stay off property anymore. So yeah, we're gonna stay on property and we'll Instacart food in yeah, it'll for be fun. some. Yeah, it'll be uh, yeah, super excited and, um, as long as we get back home. And I'm a little. I get satisfaction from the fact that the purse, this new owner is not getting more of your money. Like yeah. I feel, well. I feel like, I just feel like ethically sometimes things really burn me up and I think that they should have honored the price because that's the nice and the right thing to do. And what does it really matter in the long run? And anyway, so I'm just glad that, that you were like, no, no, thank you. We're going to stay under the sea. <laughs> I I will say um, I really feel like I'm a pretty relax. Oh, I wouldn't say relaxed, but I feel like I, it takes a while, like a lot, to kind of really irritate me. Mm-hmm. And this this was this was frustrating because a you've got 23 months of a pandemic that you're itching yeah. to to travel from, um, and yeah, this seemed like you know greedy is is probably a good word this seemed yeah. like you know the the good faith gesture would be let's keep the price if if your plan is to have this property for five or ten years you're gonna make your my, money yeah. yeah my my you know whatever 30 times seven you know or 30 times yeah 240 dollars is not not gonna make or break you or at least it shouldn't and if it does then maybe this isn't the you know investment <laughs> for you um so anyway so that stuff you know irritates me and you know you know, I always like to look on both sides here. There are a lot of great owners 
who this is just not going to happen to. And they work really hard to, to give you the you know great customer service. But I would say that your level of recourse with these options versus if you go to a resort, Disney, Universal, um, even a chain, you know, go to yeah. a Holiday Inn or, um, you know, a Marriott, you have a level of recourse. You have an opportunity to, you know, there are different um, connect points that you can reach out to to kind of get your, your service level. Disney is a great example. If you're unhappy with the, the service, you go and talk to front desk um, or escalate it at, you know, even higher, you know, they're, they're going to try to make it right and do the best they can. Or not. Or not. Or- <laughs> In one of our experiences, but, uh, but we've also had other experiences where they, they did. Yeah. Like we were at the Polynesian yes. and I can't remember what, Oh, it was like, um, the, it was like, like a they, temporary bed yeah, frame. It, the bed frame did not was lower um, then, then we know that the beds were supposed to be because the bed didn't quite hit the headboard that was like nailed into the wall. There was like a gap. And then also the night state tan- like the nightstands were too high. Like they were not <laughs> level and we couldn't get our luggage under the bed, which is what you're supposed to be able to do with these beds. And then also we had a, that really, was secondary to the we had a major really loud, problem. loud family, um, <laughs> beside. And so we were just like, Oh, like, is there anything? So they moved us the next day. Yeah. We stayed there one night and then they gave us $50. They yeah. gave us a $50 credit and then the credit never showed up. So they just gave us cash, <laughs> which was kind of funny to have a $50 bill passed to you. And then, <laughs> but then when we, had a reservation mix up when we were supposed to stay in the Grand Destino Tower, not Coronado. They were like, sorry. Well, (laughs) in in their defense, they said the tower was booked solid and they they had no room to put us in. But they wouldn't really. I I think they didn't. Our options were, it was super late at night because we'd just come back from a party. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and our options were, it was our last night, our options were to stay at Coronado in one of the regular standard rooms, or they could have moved us to like a deluxe resort for one night. But I don't even remember that. But it would have like, but it was like one, one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we were not ready to, you know, pack up and, and head over to somewhere else i don't even i just i whatever i mean we had just stayed there previously like on a previous trip but i mean whatever it was fine we also are not the type of people that um like make a big ruckus no (laughs) like complaining we were just like oh this is very disappointing is there anything you can do or like there's nothing like we just when you feel bad when you like yeah it seems like oh i guess that i'm supposed to yell and now i'll get things that i'm that I'm going to get. It's like, we're, we're not yellers. Well, you will see on your Disney trip. I mark my words. You will see somebody all trying to, trying to figure out how they can get the, you know, the Disney service to kick in (laughs) happens every time I've went, there's always at least two or three people who think that because Disney is, is really good at making things right. So some people will leverage that and use it to their advantage. Um, where that's just not us. Yeah. Um, so I guess I have a, a question for you, which is in the future, would you book a Verbo again based on your experience? I guess. So the, the biggest motivator to this was because I wanted more space for the family so that if the kids wake up early in the morning, they can go watch TV in the living room and they're not waking up Lauren, especially I'm an early riser. So it doesn't matter to me, but Lauren is a grump. Oh. She gets woken up. So. <laughs> That is not idea. Now, Disney vacation, whether you're a grump or not, you're all getting up at the same time mm. because you got to get out the door and go to places. So it's a little different. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I would be like, it, this really has, um, you know, made me think twice about it because it is, this was a, an annoying experience mm-hmm. that, you know, could have been avoided, should have been avoided. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would. I, I think, uh, I think certain things would have to be met. I think it'd have to be like, you know, uh, again, a longer vacation, right? Like I mm-hmm. wouldn't do a VRBO for two or three nights. 
it'd have to be for a longer trip. Like, so maybe, you know, we did one a few years ago at Cape Coral for our, our Christmas trip where it was extended family and us, you know, so there was nine of us and it was wonderful. It was absolutely, we talk about it all the time. It was the best trip we've ever had. We had our own pool. It was Cape Coral in December, which is way nicer than London, Ontario in December. <laughs> um, way more magical. I don't care what anybody says. And, um, yeah, so that was really fun. That was really great. Lots of room to, to spread out. There was lots of, uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, really cool. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I, I would say at the moment, probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah unless say, you can, that, unless you can make a booking and your first communication is, do you have plans to sell in the next six months? This was my question. Are maybe, you maybe you talked about it, but how long between booking did you? how much time had passed before you found out from, from when you booked to when they said it was sold? Was it about a month? I, no, not well, even. That's what I, yeah, I less than a month. Oh, no, like I, I got, I honestly, I think it was less than 15 days. So, so is that like a little bit irresponsible? That's somebody that? who's like, so I'm going to try you... and sell it and maybe I will, but if I don't, then at least I still have these bookings. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm wondering like, how long does that kind of stuff sit on the market? Because right now here, like our house sold in what? Five well, days. And I, yeah, and it would have sold in less if yeah. We so made I I don't know how quickly things are selling there, but to me it seems like I don't know. Maybe you should have taken well, it I, off for a little I, bit. And and maybe we should do an an uh, an episode on escrow because I don't quite understand <laughs> what escrow is. That is not a Canadian term. Um, yeah, I've only seen that on Selling Sunset. Right, and I haven't even watched that. So. Well, it's probably not for you. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably, there's probably a reason why I haven't watched it. But that being said, um, I'm guessing that they had an inkling that this was really serious by the time I put my money down. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a really good point. I mean, I think there's some irresponsibility there as well. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm sure that how awesome the app experience is from the user perspective, that the usability for the owner's perspective is the same. And they could have blocked out days that right. they weren't willing to, to offer up so so yeah and i and i think you know there's always going to be these kind of one-off experiences i don't want to taint everybody's experience with this but yeah i think like for the four of us going somewhere i don't think i would use mm -hmm. a vrbo in the future i think it's definitely one of those things of like it, it's good to just know to to weigh your options and like you said to price it out like is it okay so we've got the risk with it we've got a rental car uh, whatever else. And then you, it, it just helps to kind of make an a informed decision. decision. Yeah. Right. Because there's a lot of options if you're going somewhere like Orlando and the Disney area. And now that you're staying yeah. on property, how are you getting there? Mm. That's a great question. Cause we just talked about the transfers, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Are you taking uh, the sunshine steamer? I'm not no because you know what because we're flying into uh, oh, Sanford. Yeah, that's right. right so so we're ubering thank you okay. very much the sunshine steamers i must admit a couple of days ago i was like what do we call that yeah sunshine steamers thank you for reminding <laughs> me um no we are ubering at the moment uh because it just looked like it made the most sense mm -hmm. and then i will instacart um, oh yeah groceries in i believe so nice yeah we need to figure out i i feel like i I don't know. I mean, I know that, I don't know if we discussed this, but Mears has taken away their, uh, their point of their website sort of saying, you know, you'll only wait 20 minutes. I think they've just not been able to stick to that. So, yeah. so they've removed that. Um, I'm, I mean, I can wait, like I'm okay waiting. Um, but you don't want to wait but, an hour, but no, but longer. for us, like, I feel like, Uber could be really easy. Um, and I don't know, I, I kind of wanted, I, I wouldn't be opposed to like doing a, a, a car service on the way home mm -hmm. to see. And then, you know, just, just feel like it's taking like, care I feel of. like I can trust that. Yeah. So that's maybe yeah, what we're thinking. That's a good idea. Maybe I should do a, a transfer back to the airport. Yeah. I, um, it's three weeks away. Wow. Which I, I know. It's three weeks right now. Ugh. Three weeks from right now, I'll be at the resort. Oh, my goodness. Uh, probably stressing that I won't get back into my country. But <laughs> I, am, uh, uh, I am cautiously optimistic that things yeah. will, that uh, maybe things will change. And if not, we won't get COVID while we're down there. And yeah. we'll be able to get a 
a, you know, a negative result. And, uh, but no matter what, it's, it's all about having fun now. And, um, you know, we're all vaccinated and we're all healthy. And I think that, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a good time once we get there. Mm -hmm. There's so many things we haven't done. Yes. I think, I think that, um, from what I've, what I can tell, like, I think the parks are going to be packed for a while. Oh, they've been they unreal. Already? Yeah. So. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. I yeah. think there's just pent up travel. I think it. I think it's going to take a year or two of things to like kind of calm down before we can, or even out to like, uh, see what the new sort of trends are. But I, I really seems like right now there's no there is no quiet time. Yeah. Because the and I mean we've we've made it very clear to the kids that this is a trip in which we'll like do what we can but yeah this is not a trip of like we can do everything. sun up sun down let's yeah because yeah. it's first of all i mean you know yeah we're privileged to get to do any of this we're lucky that we've seen lots of stuff for us you know this is really about like honestly the sun is more important to me <laughs> than most of the other things uh thank you uh southwestern ontario winter um but uh yeah it's about you know like making sure you you know get on remy yeah, I was but gonna say. I think you you prioritize, right? Like that. you're like, okay, yeah. what is new? What do I really want to do? And then the rest is just like, yeah. I guess they say well, gravy. And so, what, but... and so what's what's crazy is my eight year old, who was six when the pandemic happened, was, you know, six. You know, just turned six when the last time she went. She doesn't remember like half of the trip. Oh my goodness. So she's like. Well, I've never done that. Oh. Like, no, you have. She's like, no, I haven't. And the other day, and you guys will know this, um, and the podcast might as well, my eight-year-old is quite spirited, and she's not one to talk about things she's excited about. That's not her, her default <laughs> position. She came home with a black construction paper with chalk fireworks and a chalk Ooh. castle and chalk Tinkerbell flying <gasps> from the castle. Wow. She's never been excited about yeah. things so so in that um i will soldier on and we will go on this trip because it it's exciting that you know uh, she'll be this excited. Ryan, you might that but, might give you something to sort of be on her same level like when she's getting really sassy you can be like well i think i've decided that we're just not going to see fireworks this trip <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i kind of think no, it's hard to say that. no of course i'm trying not. to think of I'm, I, I'll get to see the fireworks for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I cry in this one. I oh. cried at wish. Well, shouldn't say I'm not a crier, but I, I, I Watered? my eyes were sweating. Yes. In, <laughs> in, um, in wishes and my eyes had that sweat in <laughs> happily ever after before. Yeah. So it could just be like overwhelming sweat. emotions of just everything happening. Yeah, it could be. I, I might just do that when I like check I in. I know. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I might this be a is, mess. You can cry I, in the like, Uber from the airport. Yeah. yeah, right? Like, when I wake up in the morning and I, like, smell the, like, humid yes. Florida morning, I'll be like, oh, I remember this. And when, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I know. I, I, I kind of, like, don't know what to expect. I don't know what I'm going to feel. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there is actually a part of me that would be totally down to just stay at the resorts and just do resort hopping in Disney Springs. It would be Not because I don't want to do the parks. No, but... It would be great. But there's a part of me that's like, there's going to be a lot of people yeah. that I've not been around for a very yes, long time. Yeah. Um, well, that's a I mean, good we'll backup plan. Our... Well, it's true. We're still going to have to wear our mask. It'll be interesting to see all the Canadians in their masks during March. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Well, that's probably yeah. a good place to end it. <laughs> the Canadian masks. The Canadian masks. We'll all be in our masks. Uh, We're going to stop right well, there. Well, we've gone far enough away from our Verbo topic. <laughs> Uh, that it's probably a, a good place to call it. Um, but yeah, Verbo is really interesting to me because I, I get... Oh, wait, after you, I have I have one more thing to add. Sorry, after you're done, I just don't want to forget. Okay. Verbo is really interesting to me um, because it has a draw, but based on what has happened in the pandemic and based on Ryan's experience, I there's it highlights the risk involved um and so yeah it's a good question about whether the risks outweigh the the potential um downsides 
uh, or the potential upsides. Uh, and we'd like to hear from you about uh, what you think about but it. But wait, I have something else to, to say. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> and it's off topic, right? No. Okay. No. It's ah! on the, I, I noticed earlier. So they address, it used to be VRBO, all capitals. Okay. And then they said that, like, this is from Verbo. Okay. That it translated easier and people had an easier time saying Verbo in other languages and just overall. So they changed it to capital V lowercase and it said Verbo. So I'm wondering if as part of that change, they were like, we got to drive this home. So we're going to put out a bunch of commercials (laughs) and say Verbo. So we're all right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like it was VRBO. Now it's Verbo, but I think we're all correct. Yeah. And, and, um, I believe the acronym actually stands for it. I don't think we've actually went down. No, I, no, I didn't get that far. Vacation rental by owner. Of course. Yes. That makes perfect sense. In case, in case somebody's like, well, you talking about Vervo and VRBO. That's what. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, the pronunciation is a lot less controversial than, uh, the years that they were trying to get people to call them GIFs instead of GIFs. I, that really bothers me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole for another day. Uh, it's gifts, by the way. No one, no one cares. No one calls, calls it the other way. <laughs> um, but that's it. Uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren, and Ryan, we're the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening. And we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.